1: I built Hip Camp to make going camping easier for me. That was the idea. Um, I'm now running a 30-person company and finding time to go camping is harder than ever.
2: <laughs> Welcome to Range, I'm Amy Westervelt. This month, we're featuring a mini-series from the North Face called She Moves Mountains. That was Hipcamp founder and CEO Alyssa Ravazio you heard from in the intro. Hipcamp is a website that offers easy online booking of campsites on both private and public land. They've got more than 30,000 campsites available right now. This mini-series podcast was taped over the course of a week in June as the North Face presented its speaker series in DC, Austin, and San Francisco. It includes a mix of outtakes from the events, behind-the-scenes interviews conducted along the way, and some footage from the annual North Face Athlete Summit. In each episode, we're profiling a different woman who's pushing boundaries in some way and inspiring other women. In addition to Alyssa, we're profiling rock climber Emily Harrington, ski mountaineer Hilary Nelson, photographer Laurel Golio, and Bethany Lebowitz, the founder of Brown Girls Climb. You can check them all out here, and you should. They each have their own really interesting story
0: Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com/system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com/system. So,
2: like a lot of tech founders, Alyssa started building Hipcamp for herself. To give you a little insight into her personality, she didn't know how to code, so she learned just to solve this problem that kept annoying her.
1: I started Hip Camp because I love to camp and I was frustrated. So it really came from a personal place. I built the first version of the website on my own, really just so I could use it.
2: Reserve America was not
1: doing it for you? You know Reserve (laughs) America was only part of the problem, but definitely I would take a look at that site and be like, no, I can't go there. Uh, It's just too hard to use. And for me, actually, the biggest frustration was that all of the public land was really fragmented so there were many many websites i had to use and um, as someone who just wanted to go camp by the ocean it seemed like too much work Um, and i really believe that getting outside makes us happier and healthier and so it seemed like a really good place to you know spend my time and direct my efforts was making getting outside more accessible
2: one of the interesting things about hip camp is that it offers campsites on both public and private land which Alyssa says wasn't always the plan.
3: The idea for unlocking access to private lands for camping uh, really came to us in a pretty roundabout way. We built HIP camp originally to uh, just aggregate public lands and make it easier to figure out where to camp on public land. And After completing that, uh, we talked to a lot of users and learned that even though they loved their public campgrounds, they were still frustrated because they were all booked up and they needed more places to go camping. And I actually went and talked to California State Parks and other park agencies and said, hey, we need to build more campgrounds. Um, people are saying that everything's booked, and the data shows that, and um, you got to get more people outside. It's important to the future of parks and the environment and for all these people. And the park agencies, unfortunately, uh, at the time and to some extent today as well, are really just chronically underfunded. And... Um, At the time, California State Parks was actually shutting down a lot of their campgrounds, and I was really disheartened because I didn't know how to fix that, you know, large-scale of a problem, and here I was knowing I needed more campgrounds for my business to succeed and was being told that, you know, public parks were actually shutting theirs down, Um, and it was really in that kind of the darkness of not knowing how to solve a problem that the idea for private land and creating new campgrounds finally emerged and became what we began to pursue. So the very first hip camp that we found was actually through a lead from my dad. Um, We had an idea. He's a big fly fisherman. I grew up fly fishing. Um, I grew up fly fishing with my dad and um, I just, you know, he's a a trusted advisor on a lot of things in my life and I told him how we were having a hard time getting people to say yes to this crazy idea because we've been talking to landowners for months and no one has been saying yes. And he told me about this program up in Northern California called Private Waters, where a fly fishing shop led trips uh, occasionally to, you know, private properties that had rivers on them. And so, we called up that fly shop, and indeed, they did have some landowners who were interested in talking to us, and uh, we, we got in touch with one of them. It's an incredible property. Um, we believe it's been spared from the recent fires. Uh, it's got uh, this incredible creek and waterfalls running through it and big swimming holes. And just this gorgeous canyon that was actually won in a dice game about 100, 150 years ago. And we talked to the landowners, and at the time, we didn't even have liability insurance, which is really you know the cornerstone of our offering to landowners today. But back then, we, we couldn't offer that. And so instead, we actually partnered with Madam Hardware and got down the hardware to prepay a whole summer of camping and essentially buy that in bulk and then gave that away every week uh, for the rest of the summer. So we were able to go to this landowner and say, hey, we have $15,000 if you will say yes.
2: The private land side of the business really started to take off once they could assure landowners that they wouldn't get stuck paying for damage or injuries on their land.
3: The big milestone and real sea change for us was getting a really great insurance policy. Once we were able to uh, provide a liability policy so that if any of our campers um, get hurt or, you know, cause damage to uh, neighboring landowners or properties, we have this state policy that protects our landowners uh, for up to $2 million in insurance, uh, $1 million per incident. And that was really the difference maker. So, you know, once launching with this very first property, We definitely were getting a lot of interest, and then people were finding out that, you know, they were exposing themselves to this liability, and, you know, camping is not that expensive, so people were doing the math and saying, well, you know, 30, 40 bucks a night to expose myself to a multi-million dollar lawsuit like so thank you. And as soon as we got our policy and we were able to reach back out to the donors and say, You know, we can provide you with protection now. Um, It was a really big difference in the company and a real inspection point. And I think we got maybe 100 people to sign up that week.
2: That was in the fall of 2015. These days, when Hip Camp reaches out to hosts, they're less concerned with the liability issue. But they have other worries.
3: So our landowners often are signing up because they know that the piece of land that they're taking care of, and it's actually a really common phrase we will hear from our landowners, they actually feel... You know, while I don't. I know I technically and legally own this according to the government, but really, I feel like I'm taking care of this place, and I'm gonna leave it better for the future. Um, that's really, really how they're oriented, and they're really driven in general by wanting to share that with people and wanting to kind of make the most of this incredible natural resource that they're they're stewarding. Um, and so, in general, what we hear is people who have a lot of passion for their land. Um, and, and the biggest concern, like the biggest hesitation, other than all the liability things we talked about earlier, which we now can cover people for, um, is really this sense of, will people really want to come here? Um, I, I, I love being here. I think this place is amazing. I think people would love being here, too. I believe in the mission of getting people outside. I believe that connecting with nature is important. I want to be part of this movement, but I'm feeling nervous, like maybe people won't actually want to come here. And then the more we talk to them, we learn, oh, they have 200 acres, including a river and, like, all these, you know, beautiful trees. We're like, yeah, people want to come and enjoy this type of nature. And so a lot of what our host outreach team does is just talk to these various landowners and help educate them on what, you know, campers today are looking for, how to best set themselves up to succeed and uh, make sure they're fit with the platform.
2: These private sites that are unique to HipCamp are the number one thing people mention when they talk about the site, which is pretty cool considering the option came about because Alyssa was just trying to help her users find more campsites. Every site has something to offer, so picking a favorite is next to impossible, but Alyssa has a couple.
3: It's hard to choose a favorite because I think it depends so much on the time of year and who I'm with and uh what kind of mood I'm in. Like if I'm really in an adventurous mood versus if I just need somewhere really relaxing and comforting. Yeah. Um but I'll name a few. So I think yeah. um the original hip camp, hip camp number one, Clear Creek Ranch up in Northern California, um, has really for me remained a favorite over the past couple of years. Um, they just have an incredible natural ecosystem there. One of my friends is a river biologist and he uh, toured the river with me and said he thought it was one of the most pristine stream ecologies he's ever seen in his life. Uh, it's just such a really special canyon and incredible swimming holes and like waterfalls that are just the right size where you really can like kind of sit on ledges in the waterfalls and enjoy good waterfall massage. So. That one has been a favorite for um, for a long time, and it is hit camp number one, so that's really important. And then, uh, someone, that, something that I've discovered recently that's like a completely different experience is a place here around the Bay Area called Cindisa Ranch, and I love this one because it is glamping to the extreme. It actually has an outdoor bathtub as well as an outdoor swimming pool pond that they built. And so it's just incredibly luxurious. You have this incredible view of Mount St. Helena all to yourself. You're in this uh, gorgeous property, and you have an outdoor bathtub to watch the shooting stars over the mountain from. It's super magical, and uh, one of my favorite places to just recharge.
2: Although she started the site to make it easier for her to go camping, what Alyssa has found is that running a company often gets in the way of that.
1: Actually, a group of my friends are camping right now out at the Presidio, and I'm not there. I'm here. Yeah. So, and that's, you know, just a one little example of something that I do, I do think happens a lot. Like, I started this company because I wanted to go outside and more often and have that be easier. Yeah. And I, to date, that's certainly not the outcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> back when I started this company, I was unemployed and coming off a three-month surf trip, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I've been thinking a lot about how I can get outside more often, Um I'm really inspired by Yvonne Chouinard. And, you know, he takes six months off a year from Patagonia and That's has so awesome from the fun. earliest days. So awesome. He was just like, you guys can run the company. I, For me to be a leader here, I need six months of climbing every year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep doing that. So
2: If she can't quite book six months a year camping just yet, Alyssa says she'll settle for some weeknight camping where she doesn't have to fight the crowds. When she does get away, Alyssa heads to the ocean.
1: For me, the ocean is just this incredibly recharging and humbling place I always come out of the ocean feeling more like myself Um, I actually am one of those weird people who like loves wiping out and getting knocked around by waves I find it exciting
2: yeah
1: Um, and so let's see this past weekend actually we went and we uh, Owen and I tried to go paddleboard out past a huge break and we failed the break shut us down we did not get past the break but I had so much fun (laughs) Uh, So I love getting in the ocean and just remembering uh, my place in the natural world.
2: Giving other people those kinds of experiences is a big part of why Alyssa started Hip Camp. She says whatever you do outside and whatever it inspires you to do, the point is just to get outside because it always leads to good stuff.
1: Uh, So at Hip Camp, one of our core beliefs is that people who get outside are happier and healthier and science is proving that now, which is really exciting. Um, I mean, our, our slogan is find yourself outside. And so I think, you know, just everything we do is kind of coming from this place that by going outside, you tend to, I tend to personally just after an outdoors experience feel so much more connected to what's important to me. And a lot of things that seemed really important before I'm like, why was I so worried about this stupid thing that doesn't matter? I don't care what they think. I'm just going to do what matters to me. And so I don't know from, you know, from a macro perspective, I think it's pretty clear that humanity has gotten disconnected from the rest of nature. When you look at you know, agriculture, our environment, a lot of these big systems we've built um, really aren't built in a way that's aligned with um, the rest of the natural world. And I think when people go outside, you are able to build that connection and um, just make better choices and be a better person and uh, live life in a better way. And so we view getting outside as, um, we've actually had a lot of debate about this. Our mission is to get out people outside it's not get people outside and inspire them to protect, protect the world or get people outside, and then they're going to be happier and healthier. We think if you just get outside, that's enough. Mother Nature will take care of the rest. Um, so that's our core belief.
2: It's a belief that's totally helped Alyssa in her life. The ocean has taught her a lot, and her experiences there have informed how she built and runs Hip Camp.
1: When I was first learning to surf, I was at a place in life where I was super unemployed. Uh, <laughs> super just like confused and like, I didn't know what I was going to do and I didn't really want to do anything. So I was kind of in this weird place of not really doing much except learning to surf, which was important. And, um, you know, something really important I learned from that very quickly is that that hesitation, like not making a decision is often, first of all, it is a decision and it's often the worst one. And I think in life when you kind of have that hesitation, um, the feedback loop of learning's really slow. It might take years to find out that staying in a job that you didn't really love was like really a bad decision and you know, it plays out later. But with surfing, when when a wave's coming your way and you can't decide whether to go for it or not, that feedback loop is really fast, like five (laughs) seconds.
2: And you're
1: going over the falls.
2: Being decisive has helped her build a great company pretty quickly. Still, being a woman and a tech CEO has come with some surprises for Alyssa.
1: I was really fortunate. I was raised by parents who were constantly telling me I could be anything I wanted to be. And I really believed it. Um, And I was raised in the era of Spice Girls. So girl power was like brainwash, brainwash, brainwash. Um, So I feel very fortunate. So I never personally felt held back by um, my gender. And... It's been interesting being um, being a CEO. It's it's been really weird. I would say like I, we were talking before I went to Outdoor Retailer, which is this great um, half conference, half party for the outdoor industry. <laughs> and the first time I went, I went with a male employee, and it was amazing uh, to be introduced. Kind of the two of us would get introduced sometimes to people, founder of Hip Camp and uh, teammate. And, you know, nine times out of ten, everyone's like, oh, nice to meet you, to the employee. And I'd be like, ah, actually, hi, I'm the CEO over here. And it was just kind of weird. Like, I, I think that um, how I experienced it was, like, maybe this isn't the right place for me. Maybe I'm just not supposed to be here. And um, I, was, I was fortunate, again, in that first outdoor retailer I met, Ann Kerchick, and she was just clearly so in charge, so powerful, so cool. And I was like, okay, no, I, I, maybe I can be here. This feels safe. This feels like a safe place for me. Um, And so I've just come to appreciate, really just over the last few years, how important representation is. Um, Not just of gender but race and different abilities and um, it's really been uh, a learning process for me and so um, I think one one thread that you guys both mentioned mentioned was just emotion and having different models of leadership where uh, emotion can be a strength, not a weakness and getting to see that um, I think that can really change the world. I think that can really change how people think and work. So, very for it. When she's feeling bogged down by everything she wants to get
2: done, Alyssa says she turns to the woman who has inspired her most, her mom. And some key advice her mom gave her when the company was just starting out.
1: My mom. She's given me lots of advice. Um, but the one that came to mind, and I'm not sure why, but I'm just going to roll with it, is um, she had to go back to work um maybe when I was like 15 and she picked up an entirely new career in real estate and she like got the big real estate for dummies book and studied and like took her test and um it was really impressive and I remember there was some moment early in hip camp where I was uh just feeling really hard and lost and I asked her and she said you know Alyssa some days it's enough to just pretend like you're a little puppy and here's the ball and just push it a little farther across the room. That's all you got to do. Some days that's all you can hope for. And it really helped me because I think I have these big ideas of where I want to go. And when you're not there or it's, it always takes longer than I want it to always. And just having that image for some reason of just just pushing. I think about it a lot.
2: <laughs> that image of Alyssa just pushing the ball forward is great, and most people can relate to her struggle to keep time in her busy pushing the ball schedule to get outside and feel like a human.
1: So I, I built Hip Camp to make going camping easier for me. That was the idea. Um, I'm now running a 30 person company, and finding time to go camping is harder than ever. It's kind of like a you know Greek tragic comedy in a way. So I'm actually very actively uh, looking for ways to um, incorporate more time um, in the outdoors in my life right now. Um, I still get out there fairly often. I'm not like a total, total hypocrite, but um, I'm really looking at weekday camping. I think for me, like I, I kind of find like the whole weekend crush to be a bit stressful after a big week. And so I'm looking at you know, can I go kind of work, but kind of camp on a Wednesday, Thursday? I think I can. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can definitely feel like for me, I feel so fortunate I get to spend my work day making camping easier. It's like kind of a total dream. So if I'm not having fun doing that, it's a clear sign that something has to change. And, and almost always it's that I need to go outside or sleep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's Alyssa Ravazio, founder and CEO of Hip Camp check out the site the next time you want to go camping, especially weekday camping. That's it for this episode of She Moves Mountains, a limited series podcast about women who do amazing things and inspire all of us to new heights. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. She Moves Mountains is a verb cabin production in association with critical frequency this mini-series podcast was produced by me amy westervelt an executive produced by mike rogey katie clifford landon bassett kevin hogan and jake mo our direction is by blake kimmel the north Face speaker series tour manager is chris sylvia North Face Speaker Series event coordinator is Brandon Freeze with Outlier Productions. For more information on this production or on any other episodes of Range, please contact me at howdy at rangepodcast.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time.